Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dear Alice. We are super excited about today's podcast. We are going to be talking about the trend, the spring market trend forecast. So excited. Yeah, I am too. I feel like it's going to be good to sort of get this out of our bodies and like really yes. talk about it. We're feeling it. You know, and it's 2021 too. So I think that everybody is just like ready for rejuvenation Ooh, and they're yeah. ready for to understand like what's new. You know, not that the old stuff is bad, but I think that that's the question we get all the time is what's trending. Yeah. And or where so, are we going, right? Yeah, where are we going? Like so, what did what did 2020 teach us uh-huh. as far as what our spaces, you know, totally. are concerned? And so um I think space has never been more important. And so I'm excited mm-hmm. to unpack yeah. all this good info. For sure. I feel like one of the biggest questions that we get asked in our social platforms is people want to make decisions, but they don't want to buy something that's going to go out of style because these are big decisions. They're yeah. expensive. Corey, you just built a house. Yes. How expensive is it? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's expensive. What were you in? Yeah. Yeah. yeah talk dollars, Corey. <laughs> Tell us how much it costs. No, I'm the, just kidding. The crazy thing. I mean, I live, it's a very simple house, but I was like, man, thinking about it and like it's over a half a million dollars and that's a normal home. Uh, yeah. Which sounds crazy because yeah. the entire time through the process, I kept telling like my builder, probably got super annoyed of it, but I was like, I'm not spending half of a million dollars. Cause I would, when you phrase it like that, you're like, holy hell, like that's crazy. <laughs> so I'm not spending half a million dollars on this. It's gotta be right. So yeah, that's normal these days and yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. So it really is. And yeah. Isn't it gorgeous? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, it adds up quick. And so people, they want to know what's coming, um, it, you know, from hardwood floors to paint colors to, the countertop edge that you're going to use to the lighting pendants. Everybody just really wants to make the right choice. So they're not buying something on the clotting edge of design. They want to buy it on the cutting edge, Yeah, you know? And, and I think a lot of people are like, well, just do something really safe and traditional because traditional is always in style. But even that trends (laughs) as much as they think it doesn't. I know. And I think more than we'll go through all this, but we say this all the time, understanding who you are, what you love is so important when you're about to embark on big decisions, like really listening to your gut and t- telling yourself if you love that thing or if you don't love that thing. Because mm-hmm. if you're like, yeah, it's okay. And Betty down the street has it. So it must be cool. Like that is a trend, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but if you love it and like you're drawn to this like current, cause every season there's going to be stuff that we love and stuff that we don't love just because it's our personal style. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important for you guys as you're listening to this to like think about it and be like, yeah, I do love that trend or actually I don't. I'm, you know, I'm more, I'm still back here or I actually am excited for when this comes back. Mm-hmm. So really understand what you truly love as you listen to this, this whole list that we're going to um, throw at you and I don't know, become opinionated, be discerning about like what you love because there's some really good things in here that I think will be, I think uh, not obvious. It's obvious to us because we're seeing it in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's a natural current where it's going, but um, I think it'll be surprise some people, mm-hmm. you know, especially like on counter edge details and, and yeah, yeah, I know, feel some opinionated statements that are coming back. So yeah, I definitely feel um, that people aren't. I don't know for some reason I feel like they're not aware that this is happening. And as we are working on clients' projects and we're trying to show them like this is where we're headed, that they are still like wanting to cling on to what it was. Mm-hmm. So. It's an interesting thing. I think a lot of you will be surprised by some of 
some of these um, points that we're going to make. Yeah, I think when everybody is doing it, like it's a mass market thing, that's that's the wrong time to hop on that boat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's, I mean, that's my opinion. So if it's, and maybe it's just my personality, but when everybody's doing something, I'm like wanting to zig when everyone's zagging and, and, and vice versa. Yeah. So, and, and yeah, it's just, it feels like the train has already left if you're mm-hmm. hopping on when everyone's definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It's right now. It's not the time to build a white farmhouse. No. That might be shocking to a lot of people, but <laughs> you're going to, you just crushed people's dreams. right? <laughs> there. But no. you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's been trending so hard for so yeah. long that if people have moved on from it, you know, yeah. that's, that's on its way yeah. out and people are focusing on what's new. Yep. So yeah, let's get into it. Okay. Awesome. Let's do it. Cool. Just, I guess, to um, reiterate what Suze was saying is we stay pretty away from the highly trendy things. Um, so we're trying to stand the test of time. So this is this is not necessarily like highly trendy, what we're about to talk mm-hmm. about. Okay, so the first one is moving from structural into sculptural. We're seeing a lot more curves, um, curved sofas. I think there's one in every line right now mm-hmm. that we're selling. Yep. Um, curved chairs, there's curved arms. Everything is starting to feel super sculptural. Mm-hmm. Um, we're seeing that in kitchens. Yeah. I'm like furniture and just like the hard finishes of your home. Yeah. We're seeing it in your bull nose countertops. Yeah. Did but you guys hear that? The bull nose countertops. They're bad. I'm not talking about just like the two or three CM. Like it is a very generous size diameter mm-hmm. rolling over that countertop edge. And it's really, really good, but they're usually in a very interesting material, you mm-hmm. know, it, be it like a really opinionated marble um, or something that's kind of raw and textual, like a cast. Mm-hmm. We're seeing that in a lot of fireplaces and just those pillowed edges curving back toward the firebox. Um, it's it's really, really cool. And there's just very restful for the eye, you know, mm-hmm. kind of from these sharp track arms to this little bit more of a sheltered, mm-hmm. you know, coziness. I'm into it. I'm super into it. Me too. So is that like not each edge is rounded? The whole thing, it's like it has a radius to it. Yeah, but Is that right? Yeah. Okay, cool. I like that. And so for the last, like, I don't know, decade, I think everyone went to, you know, from an OG edge to like a straight edge. Mm -hmm. Everyone wanted just like a nice clean edge, maybe with the east corner, maybe if you had kids or something. But now we're seeing this bull nose. We're also, we did this in Tiger Oak with this like extended OG, you know, so that OG still has that curve. So that was kind of an introduction. And now we're even like making that even more simplistic Mm -hmm. by just having the bull nose and just making it so sculptural. And I think with all these, with the sofas, with like tables, with your, with cabinetry and just that radius edge, Mm -hmm. it's, we're simplifying the materials too. It's not like five different materials and it's super complex. It's like one material. You're seeing a lot of sofas too, like with upholstered legs and everything is just kind of draped and kind of melting into each other. Mm -hmm. So there's not a lot of high contrast with this trend. You know, it's just, it's interesting materials done in a really sculptural way. Mm -hmm. That's very, very sexy, I think. Very sexy. I think that we heard Kelly Worsler describe it as 1980s Italian. Yeah, girl. Yeah, which is kind of an interesting, like interesting way to think about it. Because I'm like, have we seen this before? How do we describe this to to the people listening? Have they are they familiar with this from any decade of their life? Mm-hmm. But um, I think that some of it will feel familiar to you, to you, and and other things will feel really fresh because all of this is done in a really fresh way. It's, it's yeah. kind of, um, and it's better. <laughs> it is. Yeah. You know? If it has like an organic nature and our homes are square for the most part, our rooms are square. 
their ceilings are straight or they're, you know, they have um, pitches in them. But for the most part, everything is a straight line. So to get some of these curves on the interior just feels really easy to sort of move around and through spaces. Which I love. I think we've been naturally doing this just with like having round things in spaces like kitchens and things because we always talk about Mm non-directional, how it's just easier to rotate around with your eye, with your body. It just makes a lot of sense. So I'm glad that they're incorporating this into like every, every like facet of the business, you know, from furniture to your actual cabinetry. It's very cool. And on that too, Mm -hmm. I think it says down here on our list, like fluting and reading. Yeah. You know, kind of those same things that feel like they're very classical, Mm -hmm. but we have a coffee table or a Luca table that has the fluted. Yeah. We learned fluting is when it kind of concaves Mm -hmm. instead of like protruding out. Convex. 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 And our, our Luca is um, hand planed. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of got this irregular handmade flute to it, but I will tell you, Luca is round. It's a plaster finish and it also has the um, fluting. And that is our number one best-selling coffee table by a mile. Corey has to continue to have these made and yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And maybe not even like cocktail table, like maybe, um, furniture piece period. Yeah. So yes, definitely. Yeah. What cocktail table do you have? I have, I have Luca. So do I. Yeah. There you go. Case in point. What do you have? Do you have Luca? No, I don't. No, I should. I thought about getting Duke. I'm more of like an Ottoman. I need, yeah. I, I like putting my feet up. So yeah. But I'm still deciding. We need to make you an ottoman. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we should Design manufacture that. Um, in fact, it's so popular that, um, spoiler alert, Luca is getting a Luca side. We're making a Luca side table and That's we're also awesome. doing Luca dining. So it will be 72 inch or 60 inch round. We're There's one of each. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, I think, I think Luca is 72 mm-hmm. and then we're doing Frida in a 60 inch. Yeah. So cool. we'll have, yeah. Yeah. People Luca love space. the rounds. The round dining tables. I think oval is really cool too. Also soft edges. It feels fresh. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Also conversationally, it's so much better than sitting in a rectangle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you can't really talk to the people on your sides without cranking your neck. Yeah. Or I mean, in a rectangle table, mm-hmm. the distance, you're you're, yeah. you're so much further from someone, you know, across at the other end of the table on a yeah. round table. You're like the same distance from everyone. It feels yeah. great. So you don't have to shout. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Unless, pass, pass the salt. Unless you want to shout, <laughs> and then you can do that. Pass yeah. the salt, damn it. <laughs> yeah. uh, need I say Guggenheim? I know we refer to it a lot, but yeah. like, again, those curves, like the simplicity of materials, like yeah. anyway, edits the eye, and I just, yeah, I love it. Yeah. It's so artistic, and everything looks good with it. Uh-huh. And honest. Yes, it's honest. Thank yeah, you. totally. And I think, like, speaking of, like, moving through the spaces and, having those be more organic. I feel like comfort is something that people really want and they insist on. I think one of the number one categories across every furniture line we sell is motion Mm -hmm. and everybody's got something that swivels and people love it being able to transition from one space to the next or, um, you know, just move their body if there's an exciting sports thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our bodies aren't square either. So like whenever you, whenever you have a chair that has a barrel back, mm-hmm. again, that round, that radius, your body can just kind of like mold into it, you know, yeah. versus like having sharp corners. That's not as comfortable. And that's why you're always trying to like compensate with lots of pillows. Totally. So yeah, soft wing on your bed, mm-hmm. soft wing in your chair, the round radiuses of your tables. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. The soft it's finishes. Yeah, I think so too. Very graceful. I think so too. There's another thing that is trending that we have written down here is 
um, strong colors mixed with neutrals. We have color blocking written down. Yes, yeah. yeah. Color blocking. This is this reminded me of a client that we're working with right now who came to us and all of her concept photos that were inspiring her were a lot of them were from Fettle, which is a design firm out of the How UK. How do you spell it? F-E-T-T-L-E, I think. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they're out of the UK and all their spaces are really interesting. They're really great and mixing um, patterns, but the patterns are usually on the lighter, the less percentage of the whole space. You get inspired by those patterns, and then you see like, you know, this really beautiful green is the whole banquette, and then just one little neck rolls out of a pattern. And then you see a different color on the walls and then on the moldings. And anyway, it's really just a a fun color play. Mm -hmm. Um, And I want to say that all of their colors, it's not necessarily like a refill chair. You know, it's not like primary colors they are all secondary so they're just interesting and they look custom and like some like artisan mixed it up by hand Um, but these color blocking is just it's a really cool thing and this is fun if you do like a like a monochromatic as well as you know doing you know other complementary color stories Um, when I say that in her dining room we found a Gucci the Gucci wallpaper she actually found it she loved it we're doing that on the walls but the wainscoting we're doing in this and all the trim we're doing in this like deeper kind of raspberry current color. And then the ceiling, we're taking one of the lighter portions of that wallpaper also in that pink tones and doing the ceiling in that. So not only Mm. do you feel this pattern that has the pinks, has the greens, has those little bits of yellow and things, but then we're really going to like give it a a high five by putting that darker colors, all the trim and the wainscoting and then lightening that same color up on the ceiling. Mm. And then we're going to see that color again across the way so that your eye sees it again, but these color blockings are just striking. Overall, the whole house is a little bit lighter in the public spaces, but as you look into these other, you know, formal spaces, the formal dining, the formal parlor, all these, um, you feel a relation to one another and that color blocking really ties them together. Mm. It's cool. It's really, really cool. So Mm. I'm here for the color blocking. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I feel like the colors too are a little bit more pure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. I, not I th- muddy. Yeah. I think we sort of muddied him up, um, in the, I feel like early two thousands and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> the what? The chess or is it Cheskin? Tuscan. Cheap Tuscan. Oh yeah. yeah. It was cheap Tuscan. Yeah. The Tuscan yeah, area. The colors were all just like muddied and, um, yeah, had like a lot of some dirt at it. Gray in it or brown in it. <laughs> yeah. We're seeing like, um, I had a client the other day show me a very neutral room, but they had a huge piece of art, probably like. I don't know, 70 by 60. (laughs) And it was like aquamarine, like the brightest blue contemporary piece of art, but the entire field of it was blue. And then there was black markings on top and it made the room. Yeah. White walls, but this huge piece of art was the room. You walk in, you feel the energy of that right away. And you're like, oh, Oh my gosh. Yeah. We should be friends. Totally. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I yeah, think- no, the art was just magnificent. It kind of had that gallery effect where the, where it was a very simple neutral scene. Like, yeah. we, like we're talking about that, that it's strong, strong colors mixed with, mixed with neutrals. Yeah. So it felt very, very gallery, how galleries yeah. are all white, but then the yeah. art is very poppy. Yeah. Yeah. It's very it cool. makes you want to like get to know that person be like, where have you been? Yeah. What inspired this? <laughs> like who, d- who did this? Yeah. You well, know? you instantly are like the cool girl, you know? Yeah, it's a definite cool boy. Cool or a cool boy. Heck yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. yeah. Sorry, Corey. Talk no, no, speak, okay. will you? Yeah. No offense taken. No, but you've got cool art at your place. You're not afraid of color. Nope. Yeah. No, I'm not, not yeah. afraid of color at all. Yeah. Cool. Um, the other thing that we have right now is high styling accessories. 
Okay. We were trying to dissect this one a little bit as we were reading through. This kind of all came, there was a Vogue article and there was an El Decor article on 2021 trends and the high styling accessories. I think that this meant again, back in yesteryear, there was a lot of little things and we've always preached, especially like since doing this podcast, you've heard episodes where we talk about just having like really authentic accessories. You know, the styling should like tell the story of how you're living. Mm. If you like, if it's a, moody mantle like that's why we have candlesticks because you're actually going to light them you know like the things that you have are bigger and they're better sculpturally right when you're using them it's still I think it's still a layered look mm-hmm. um, but it's with it's not with nonsense it's not with like a random clock that doesn't tell the time anymore but it's supposed to look antique and and an old globe or an old and, camera yeah an old camera sitting on the shelf that and came from Taipan and wasn't really yeah. an old camera after all <laughs> you know yeah. like there's nothing authentic about that when someone comes in they're like oh you're a photographer and you're like no it's from Taipan so <laughs> yeah anyway so yeah. just being authentic you know and, and being gracious with your scale mm-hmm. and with that layering um i think just looks really beautiful but Again, and I think the high styling, what was the, what was the phrase? High styling accessories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's also knowing like when to pull back. Definitely. I, I keep thinking of the, uh, we did a townhome in Washington, DC. Yeah. We have a client that's very minimal, mm-hmm. but everything that we did really counted. And um, the accessory, like there's on the main kitchen table, just an incredible, huge bowl and what was it made out of, Sue? It's like onyx. Onyx, yeah. yeah. Just like one thing, but it, it was beautiful. The colors in it were all from nature, but it was yeah. just incredible to look at. And I think if you had done a lot of other things, it would have sort of cheapened the impact yeah. of that one incredible accessory. It's like a gallery and you don't feel the need to fill it with anything because it's so beautiful and it's all yeah. right. You know, she might have a like a party or something. Maybe she'll throw some like baguettes or something in there. But for the most part... Yeah, she'll even do that. Mm-mm. She's so edited and it's it turned out to be such a cool look and it stretched us, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of being layered to just being like, hey, what is like kind of Picasso'd it, you know, where you just kind of like tear back everything down to its like very basic, beautiful, you know, shell it needed to be. And it's it's perfect. Yeah. So if you're feeling cluttered in your life, edit it all back. Definitely. And only put the stuff that's like it's really good, that's important to you, that's authentic for how you use the space. Mm-hmm. And you're good to go. But just like the high styling is having beautiful products, mm-hmm. you know, not just like putting anything up there, like yeah. have it be something that's lovely, functional, meaningful. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. So well said. Entertainment spaces, staying in is the new going out, according to Brad <laughs> Ford from El Decor. Amen. Yeah, <laughs> totally. So 2020 um, taught us that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Forced, forced us into staying in. Yeah. And I think we all appreciate it more. Like we all, I think everybody, not ever, I think in the history of Alsing, we have always been busy. I don't feel like there's ever been a real lull, but it's so busy and that's everywhere in the market. Everyone is slammed on home projects and house building and remodels because that staying in is so, so true. Mm -hmm. And we all just realized how important our homes were, not to us, but to our families, to our kids that environment is so critical to like our, our happiness and how we live. And anyway, it's, it's really cool. It's great for us. It is really great. <laughs> that's what we love to do. But. Yeah, definitely. People are like using their stoves again. Yeah. <laughs> like they're like cooking, cooking food. <laughs> yeah. It's great. I actually really loved it. 
Um, yeah, it's been cool. Um, the next one we have is Lux Minimalism. Yeah, I was trying to think, like, how do we describe this to you? And what is a visual of that? I was going through my saved Instagram posts, and 50% of the stuff that I'm saving right now is just that. It's Lux, but it's minimal. Yeah. Like, you can tell what everything is in the photo. There's not um, a lot of stuff where you're like, what is that thing next to that other thing next to that? And, that, you know, all those accessories crowded next to each other. It's just really simple. The palette's really pure. Um and I think it's, it's, um, I don't know, it's kind of that high styling accessories again. Yeah. yeah I guess this is like a double. Mm-hmm. I think it's so important that we're hearing it again and again on these yeah. lists. Yeah. Not, I think what they're saying here is we've touched the accessories, but just for just life in general, that luxe minimalism, mm-hmm. you know, in your, in your home with your furniture in your outdoor spaces, you know, I think just that uniformity, I just think is so, so beautiful. And there's just, again, just fewer things, but great things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. kind of a purity in it. Yeah, a real honesty. Oh, I love that. Um, this is interesting. I was talking to the editor-in-chief of Utah Style and Design this past week. Um, he called me to see if we had any really great green spaces. And green, not meaning it's like, gosh, environmental, yeah. but more green the color. Yeah. He says he's really noticing a big movement from blue into green and we're feeling the blues be more green like peacock. Right. And, um, some of those navies have a lot of green in them and then even just green itself. So he feels that big movement happening. And I was like, I think you're right. I think you're right. And I hadn't thought about it, but we're just crazy because I never thought that that would be a thing because blues every, if you ask them like, hundred people, like 99% of them will say that their favorite color is blue. Yeah. And it's a you color know, that interesting. I both, so uniform. both people that are ha- cohabitating the home, usually, um, whether it be a man and a woman, the woman likes blue and so does the man. Yeah. yeah. If you ask my husband, like what goes with blue, if he's wearing blue pants, then he will say blue. He will put a blue shirt on with it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so funny. But yeah, I feel like it's kind of it's kind of a neutral sort of non-color, but both sexes really like it. Yeah. And um, it's just one of those things that's, you have a ton of blue fabrics in our libraries and everybody gets along with it. So he's feeling a big shift toward green. And I think that we're seeing that as well in our work. I'm here for it. Yeah, Suze's yeah. favorite color is green. Favorite color is green. And you've, always, you've always been in green. Yeah, I've yeah. always been in green. I don't know. Welcome, welcome to the club, everyone. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's awesome. Definitely. Um, I think it's just the added warmth. I think people would just like want warmth, you know, be it we're seeing it in earth tones. Mm-hmm. We're seeing clays. We're seeing, you know, versus just like a blushy pink that's a little bit more blue. We're seeing it be a little bit more earthy. Mm-hmm. And then that's the same thing with blue. You just add a little bit of warmth to it and it becomes green. You add yeah. yellow to blue and it becomes green. And so... Um, also reminds me, I've been looking at just like a lot of pools and like natural pools and stuff. And again, it's the reflection of just like the water against mm-hmm. the greenery outside, like just creates these really interesting tones that do swing more green. Yeah. And so anyway, I think it's this influence of our landscape too, that I think everybody's seen a little bit more of this last year, mm-hmm. being outside and not, you know, being able to go out as much. So yeah. anyway, yeah. I think besides the greens, um, I think the colors that we see in the desert are also really, really hot right now. Yeah. Um, all the different shades of nude, mm-hmm. um, rust tones, clay. clay, cinnamon. Yep. Yep. All of those. Yeah. Very, very beautiful. Nature and inspired trending. again. All these things. Yeah. All definitely. nature inspired. 
Yeah, just well, a add, beautiful add day cacti to live in. And, and that's the palette. <laughs> you know. yeah. yeah, really lovely. Um, we have a quote. Um, Sue, do you want to read that by Robert McKinley? Yes, I will. It says, I think we will move away from grand sweeping styles and towards a rawer, rawer, yeah, more casual aesthetic. Homes will become more textural and layered with elements of warmth, grounded elements. I expect that we will see design that is more regional and place-based than ever. Robert McKinley. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that idea. I know. It kind of reminds me of how we see restaurants saying farm to table. Mm-hmm. You know how that's all very regional yeah. and it's grown locally and it's like support local. And yeah. um, we, you know, we live here in Utah where we've got Sundance, we've got Park City, but we also have St. George, you know, and like, which is towards mm-hmm. Vegas and a lot of desert, like when you think of national parks and the arches, yeah, like that's all redstone. Definitely. Yeah. We have some really dynamic regions. And so the idea of those feeling like they're in their place mm-hmm. and really sourcing things from their place, it's just super honest. Um, yeah. yeah. Textural layered, um, telling the story, having the home feel authentic and have integrity. Mm-hmm. It's also sustainable. Um, yeah, I think it's a really, really beautiful story. I like that too. It goes along, I think, with a lot of the other things that we were talking about, with just like the organic lines mm-hmm. and just, just an ease yeah. of knowing where you're at. Yeah. Too. Like, and again, being honest with your environment, I think is beautiful. Definitely. Um, we have another point about honoring the landscapes and how there's an environmental movement. Yeah. Yeah. I think people have really like again being home and I think I think everyone just being inspired by our landscape we were talking to each other and saying what are the exteriors of the homes that we've been doing the most of lately and what do those homes actually look like and a lot of it has transparency you know oh, because yeah. you do want to feel the exterior the landscape inside of the home mm-hmm. and I think more than ever we all want to be outside and we're realizing how much how much uh, food for our soul there is outside. And we just want to fill that inside of our homes. Mm-hmm. And so, I, yeah, I'm, I love this. I love this whole idea. So this environmental movement, but yeah, transparent like breezeways. We're seeing mm-hmm. a lot of breezeways in the architecture. Yeah. Big glazing, lots of big windows trying to see, see your views. Totally. Yeah, I, think our, all of that. I think we use more windows now than ever in the history Almost. of time. And yeah. I think the windows are larger. Yeah. Sure. You know, so people crave daylight. Um, I think it's kind of an antidepressant. Is. And um, just homes look beautiful, bathed in natural light, gives the home a beautiful look and energy. I know there's like two scenes in our store that are huge windows and everything we put in that room just looks incredible and it sells right away. And we might have a sectional in the back that's not selling. If we put it in that window with the natural light, it's gone the next day. Yeah. So yeah, things just look more beautiful in natural light. Yeah. And even when you go home, you're not usually turning on your overhead lights. If there's daylight, mm-hmm. you just like leave all that on. And yeah. like it is just like a sauna for your head, yeah. <laughs> you know, just to have the natural daylight. Yeah. It's you so, know, so beautiful. Everything. Mm-hmm. So Agreed. environmental movement is totally a thing. Definitely. Um, we have one more quote for you. This is Martin Lawrence Bullard. And he says, um, out for 2021 rooms with no purpose rooms only used for high days and holidays furniture that has no other furniture um, function other than to make a statement in 2020, we learned our lives are for the living and we need to be lived out in the best way we possibly can. Needless excess is out functionality and duality in the home is in. 
That's exciting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of anything you're not using that's not Mm -hmm. comfortable, that's not, you know, actually being used. That's so, it's just, it's smart. Like it sounds like common sense when we say all that out loud. You're just like, of course we should have that. Yeah. Obviously, there, there's in that accessories, if there's something sculptural and beautiful to look at, that's one thing. But I think he's talking about the things we interact with mm-hmm. and how we actually use our spaces to just like make sure that they're smart. It's just smart living. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, and one thing I love about it is it's like use every, like don't save it for the best. We've talked about that like multiple times. Like it yeah. doesn't need to be like, oh, we're, we only do this on on the holidays or something. Yeah. It's like, nope, every single day, live, live, you know, with live it to the fullest. Yeah. 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 yeah that's, that's feels like when I hear that, it feels liberating kind of, cause you're just like, you know what? Yeah. It's mine. I'll use it whenever the hell I want to use it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally. Use it every day if I want to. So yeah, that just life like, is too short. Yes. Live beautifully and live with the things that you own. And totally. I, I think that's like a reaction from like 2020 as well. It's just yeah. like, man, we kind of just like, we're humbled a little bit. We're like, you know what? Agility of life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We cannot, we, we're not going to waste any more time. We're just going to go for it mm-hmm. and yeah, live with the things that we want to live with on a day-to-day basis and not save it for tomorrow. For best. Yeah. Yeah. I think Martin Lawrence Bollard also said that was when we just said, how do you define luxury? He said, I define it as not saving anything for best. I'm going to use my China or my China and my silver every day. I'm going to butter my toast with my silver, you know, my silver knife. And so, um, yeah, the idea of that was so liberating. I got for Christmas, my mother-in-law handed over all of her, she split her silver collection up with me and my sister-in-law I have all this, I've never owned silver in my life because our generation doesn't really get silver for our wedding anymore. I think Mm. that whole idea has kind of been like, cool it. We only want to use our stuff for the most part, but I have this drawer full of beautiful silver now. And I know that I'm just supposed to use it every day, but I'm like, can I put it in the dishwasher? Cause I don't really want to wash that by hand, <laughs> but I should. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's really, it is so beautiful and um, I'm really happy to have it and start to incorporate it into my life. Yeah. So that's great. Um, I think, I think that the other point to this comment is if you love it, if you love a dining room, if you entertain a lot, if you throw the baby showers and all of the things in the family, you are going to want a formal dining room. So I think that's okay too. So don't be afraid if you're like getting ready to build a home and you hear this quote and you're like, Oh no, dining rooms are out. I think it's just out. If you're not going to use it, use it for, use that space for anything else. Corey plays, he has a music, you know, band, band. Yeah. yeah, a music band. <laughs> Corey's a band teacher. <laughs> no, Corey's a rock star and um, he has instruments and everything. And I think where a lot of people would have a formal room, Corey has a music studio at the front of his new house. And how cool is that to get to have that in your home? You know, so I think it's cool that we get to sort of break the gen- the rules and the generations of old and have spaces that we're going to really use, use up. Thoughtful. I think that's what it comes down to, just thoughtful on how you live and how you want to live. Yeah. And then make it happen. Cheers. I love that. That's what we're, um, that's what we think is forecasting for spring. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next time. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 